welcome to this revamped, completely relaunched uh, version of the No Balls Cricket Podcast. As you can see, there are two of us, the best two people remaining from the uh, best two people who are ever on the pod to begin with. Um, we are we're calling ourselves the No Balls Cricket Podcast, but I think right now, from this moment onwards, you're going to hear the word balls and all other sort of obscenities a lot more often than we than we ever did before. I think that is the creative direction that our uh, uh, our junior pro, sorry, club cricketer Siddhan Pradhan decided we should take. We're back. No, so, <laughs> um, yeah, well, we've just decided that it, this is going to be No Balls Cricket revamped completely unfiltered. Completely unfiltered. And, yes. uh, yeah. Uh, I am no, lo- like, I am no uh, longer the journalist as well, so I don't care about this. Yeah, no one does anymore. Not not even exactly. Tim Payne. I mean, he decides to call Ashwin a dickhead and then he gets passive aggressive. <laughs> Completely brilliant. And I feel really bad for that other guy who's named Tim Payne. His life has been completely ruined. That is hilarious. Just by, just by Tim Payne being a complete dickhead. Serves him right, Madhu there, there, There's also the Steve Smith on, on Twitter who's not actually the Steve Smith who also gets a lot of abuse for being called Steve Smith. Uh, but that's not these two guys, years maybe old. Just should have more, more, these guys should have just more unique names, clearly. What, Steve Smith or Tim Payne? Both of them. Oh, but this goes in the grand Australian tradition of names, no? So the English <laughs> named three states in Australia. Victoria, New South Wales, and Queensland. The Aussies named three. Do you want to guess what they're called? <laughs> Do you want to Western guess what? Australia's one. <laughs> What's the next one? Tasmania's another, and I can't remember the third. No, no, no. Not Tasmania's different, because that's also named by the English. Oh, the okay. three that the Aussies named are Western Australia, South Australia, and the Northern Territory. North. <laughs> Grand tradition of Australian names. Anyway, the most important bit, we're, we're back, we're going to talk about... Um, I'm still buzzing, man. It's been over a week. I still can't get that game out of my head. Um, Seriously. Uh, the India-Australia series, probably the greatest ever underdog victory by a team that really shouldn't be an underdog. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, man, imagine you take Goliath, shrink him down to David's size and then tell him to win. That's what happened. You shrink him down to below David's size. No, sorry. Shrink him down, then get Pat Cummins to bowl bouncers at him and break two arms. Then he's David. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But no, man, what a bloody series. Um, fuck me. Uh, they After being bowled out for 36, to go from there to winning that last test was just... Unbelievable. I mean... Uh, With effectively our B team. Not even our A team. No, no. Yeah, I mean, our B team. Like, we, we used 20 players in the series. 20 players. We were down to our, like, 6th, 7th and 8th choice fast bowlers at the end of, uh, by the end of the series. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. We were. I mean, Natrajan wasn't even supposed... Uh, he's played, like, 10 first-class games. The dude's almost 30. <laughs> he's not supposed to make a test debut. Um... But no, he was playing somehow or the other. Oh, by the way, as part of this revamp, we also decided to revamp our locations. So now I am speaking to you from cold, snowy, rainy Manchester. And he's speaking to you from New York. Cold New York. I I, I mean... That's not snowy or rainy. That was a revamp by default, not by design. But necessary. Um, We we had to stop him getting stuck on Andheri Bridge somehow. (laughs) See, um, the moment we, the moment that stopped, I'm on time. Listen, I had to call you up. 
So don't assume that you are on time automatically, bastard. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on from our personal barbs, which will carry on for the rest of this episode. Um, yeah, so we started off with that ridiculous thirty-six all out. And let me just give you my backstory to this. Uh, I was staying with um, some family and friends in London at that point when Boris Johnson had decided to screw me over and lock me in my room. Um, and I was religiously watching the cricket every morning because it just used to start at like too strange an hour. So I would wake up in the morning, watch the last session and then, you know, enjoy it. And uh, I watched the first day. I was really happy how, at how we were doing. I watched the second day. I was really happy at how we were doing. Third day, I sleep. I wake up. I open cricket for to see the score. And I see uh, that we are 36 and you know this is just the 36 so i assumed australia were batting and the game was still on i opened my eyes i took a closer look the whole fucking game is over and jo- <laughs> so safe to say i didn't see a single ball of 36 all out thank god i had to watch the highlights painfully so because you know some people just refuse to not decide to forward you the the pain of that i had a friend who that uh, who went to sleep the night before thinking, okay, I'll wake up around say at like nine ten, and I'll get to see a, still get to see a good day's worth of uh, of cricket. He wakes up, the game is over, just like you. And this is in Bombay, so much earlier. Than yeah, you. much earlier than me. So I mean, <laughs> no, it was it would be little. Yeah, it would be a lot earlier than me. Anyway, uh, actually later because uh, it would have started much. It's much later in the morning for for people in Bombay. His morning was is is earlier than you, no? As, Ha, but no, I'm not saying my morning's early. I still woke up at 10 o'clock, man. <laughs> the last session was 10 to 12. I thought I'd watch from 10 to 12. I woke up at 10. I opened my screen. I look at it. I open my eyes wide. I see it. I nearly have a heart attack and I fell back asleep. End of story. Let's not talk more about that 36 all out because that would just be depressing. No, um, no. so I was watching. Um, if, if anybody has not seen how social media has gone completely nuts over the last week or so. Um, especially Twitter, because there's abuse being heard left, right and center at Tim Payne and, and uh, fake Tim Payne, who now hates cricket. Um, uh, there's also this very good YouTube series actually by Ashwin called the Kutti series. You guys must check it out. Um, he was interviewing the Indian fielding coach. Uh, yeah, I saw that. Sridhar. And what Sridhar has to say was, he went for 20 minutes to give Rishabh Pant uh, some throw, some keeping practice during the 36 all-out. And he kept hearing oohs and ahs. And he's like, dude, we should go back in and watch. And Pant's like, yeah, yeah, we should go back in and watch because there's too much cheering <laughs> going on. They go back in 15 minutes after they've started and Ashwin and Vihari are batting. And everybody's just like wondering what is happening. <laughs> so they literally have the experience of all of us. Yeah, more or less. I mean, everybody literally decided that... Uh, I don't know what you did. Are you talking to me? Yes. Who else would I be talking oh. to? There's only two people on this podcast. I th- I thought you were... To- I, I, never mind. I was, let's not get into how that confused me. Uh, no, I was, I was in Bombay over the winter. And I was... Literally, this was a day after a wedding that I'd been attending. And we were essentially in the middle of packing up from the, from the wedding. And literally, I swear... I, like, I think... Every two minutes that I took a break from packing, a wicket a week fell. Like, I would put in some clothes, check the score, ek or gaya. Yeah, ek or gaya. <laughs> so, anyway, um, 36 all out. And then, of course, 
as they like to call it mission melbourne started um but uh, no what a turnaround man i mean jinx rahane and that's and that with uh, with 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 no kohli at that point yeah kohli and i mean on. yeah kohli left as well jinx rahane played listen can i just say by the way virat kohli what is your problem like this this man who thinks about every little aspect of his life cuts down like he's gone vegan to play better cricket he can't figure out what time of the year to have sex please what is wrong with you one minute i mean what else was there to do in may <laughs> think about it one minute point. think think also about this fair point think about this not logically may, not may march march how march 9 months nine months back from december oh yeah point is december no but the kid was born in january okay so april april theek hai he went back he went back ho- yeah but what else was there to do in december 22nd of march lockdown started na are so what else is there to do thoda jaldi yaar thoda jaldi what what else is there to do thoda jaldi i just you're going to call I anushka february, one minute man. you're going to call anushka sharma and tell her to have a bloody c section so there's a visible scar see i'm getting so angry my earphones are also coming out uh, there's forget, a visible forget, scar forget, on her belly button have you lost that. your mind are he can they can just have to like they can just start the conception process in february instead of march na okay why are we discussing when virat kohli has sex can we please move on <laughs> I thought this was the non-serious aspect of our pod. One minute, we decided to be unfiltered. There's no serious aspect left. Exactly. So then, uh, huh. why do you? But, care? but can, can we not talk about what two of India's biggest celebrities do in the bedroom? That's a little uncomfortable. Like, oh, chhod na yaar. We'll we'll be very good. We'll be good boys for this bit. Um, okay. I mean, he's never going to see it, but chalega. <laughs> Um, anyway, no, no. Ne- next time your dad ever ever fixes his teeth, please I ask this question. What? Why did he have sex in April and not? Abey Jutia, he would have had sex every day of the fucking lockdown. When he dis, when she decided to blame the girl, blame no, fuck that. Don't blame anybody. Of course, of course, you, of course, you're just gonna blame uh, the woman. <laughs> fuck that. Don't blame anybody. Blame nature. Blame. I can't say God because I don't believe. Anyway, just just blame nature. Listen, that we, said unfiltered, that we said unfiltered. Uh, we said unfiltered. We did not say let's get a bunch of people coming with uh, baseball bats and cricket bats and hockey sticks to knock us down. So let's not let's please not blame God for anything. One minute, hold on. You're in New York. I'm in Manchester. Who's going to come? That's also a fair point. Huh? That's also a fair. I am not living in Bombay anymore. <laughs> Don't remember that point. Anyway, um, coming back to the cricket side of things. So 36 all out happens. Virat Kohli leaves. uh and then you're like then what and then all of those characters come out of the woodwork you know michael vaughn michael clark mike hussey uh who's the other one um ponting ah uh, ponting uh ponting sala bada arami hai man he's always will side with the aussies he even said pujara batted too slowly didn't he yeah he did yeah ab muh mein le bose theek hai sorry the bombay had to come out um but yeah Anyway, so all of these characters come out and say four nil whitewash, four nil this, four nil that, and you're just thinking, I mean, are these guys living on a different planet? Like four nil is not happening. Four nil was never going to happen. Okay, I think the Australians have this sort of completely inflated sense of self worth, also being propagated by the propaganda artists that are that masquerade as commentators on Fox. I mean, they were terrible. They were absolutely. Here, here's the bigger problem. They're used to playing England. 
So no wonder they'll always predict four nil or five nil. That's what they have to predict all the time. <laughs> I, I predict just just by the way, when England do come to India, I predict four nil. Yeah, for sure. I mean, no, but literally before every literally before every Ashes series, you will hear Glenn McGrath saying five nil. Ha ha ha! Exactly. You <laughs> Glenn McGrath will say five nil. I never got to hear Glenn McGrath on air. I was so upset because I had to watch that bloody shit Fox and not. For once, uh, uh, the Fox Cricket broadcast was awful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I thought, uh, no, I won't say it. I want to say it, but I won't say it because it will just be bad. No, no, no. You don't want to say it. You don't want to say it. I, I mean, I want to say. See, I avoided him by watching the Fox broadcast. I had a choice of illegal streams. Yeah, yeah. let's not. Uh, yeah, I, they're still not as bad as our fav- least favorite Indian commentator. No one is that bad. Everybody, अच्छा Edie's favorite Indian commentator. <laughs> he said something stupid on Twitter the other day, and he got absolutely smashed for it. Just, just like there's no hope with him. In case what is new? In one minute, so sorry, I'm just going to clarify this. In case you have no idea who we are talking about, right? His name starts with uh, an S, and it ends with a Y, and then his last name starts with an M and ends with an R. बस उतना ही देने वाला हूं मैं ऑल फिगर व्हाट डी से रबिश एंड इट वॉज जस्ट यू नो हाउ इज मैन कम अप विद कॉमेंट एवरी वीक एंड गेट्स फॉक फॉर इट इज नॉट लर्न हाउ टू हाउ टू हाउ टू डील विद ट्विटर You know, I would have thought, honestly, someone who, after saying bits and pieces and and pieces literally getting blown up by Shastri writes. Uh, we, we'll be. I, th- I think. I think we'll be paying enough homage to Ravi Shastri. Yeah, yeah, we will. We will. The, the power of the pot belly. Um, you know, there's some sort of magic in there. Anyway, so we they, we then go to Melbourne, um, and it gets worse. Australia win the toss and decide to bat first. But then, but then the giant turnaround happens. Of course, um, we bowl them out for less than two hundred. Uh, Ashwin gets Smith. uh ashwin decides to bowl in the 10th over of the game shastri had a mass few master strokes jadeja plays jinx rahane scores the most ballsy backs to the wall century it was literally like ravi shastri made sure that these guys imbibed his testicular fortitude and spirit and went out there and yeah mm. thankfully that's all they imbibed if they had imbibed the other stuff they imbibed we would have been 36 all out <laughs> yes thank god they were not drinking from his gatorade bottle Um, <laughs> but uh, no, he gave them some, you know, testicular fortitude. Let's call it that. That's a great phrase. That is a great yeah, phrase. It actually comes from pro- professional wrestling. Um, <laughs> yeah, they used to describe Vince McMahon. If you guys watch WWF, you will know that Vince McMahon has big balls. Ravi Shastri, big balls. Um, anyway, so. They go there, win the test match. Great performance. Lose one more player in the process. Uh, one more bowler after Shami's wrist has been fractured and Virat Kohli has gone home. Umesh Yadav decides Umesh Yadav, his calf has also is had enough, and he's also going to go home for the birth of his child. Uh, whether that's mutually exclusive or not, me ko pata nahi because you know it's been nine months, so now he can finally enter a hole that he hadn't for that time. But chalega. 
um so he goes back for that uh, how whatever happens there i don't know anyway um i am I'm, i'm not saying that umesh yadav voluntarily goes home no he went back home because he got injured um also so, if he wanted to go back home for the birth of his kid he was perfectly entitled to that's yeah that's been proven venture <laughs> he decided not to and then he injures himself and ends up there anyway okay yeah. so happy family happy family happy family all ends all, all's well that ends well okay this is a very happy fairy tale from now on um uh, <laughs> then on to sydney where then was, sydney happens sydney test matches always end up being the most eventful i don't know why you explain this to me i i don't know even i can't figure out why sydney is so eventful i think we just like sydney are there more indians in sydney than anywhere else no. in australia melbourne has i think the same amount of people there's no there's no logical explanation i think we are looking for something logical when there isn't one but point being indians love sydney no but i just no no i'm not even saying indians love sydney shit happens in that test match 2008 everybody also remembers true. yeah okay also true yeah siraj getting racially abused that happened in sydney right yeah tim pain and his dickhead comment that happened in sydney steve smith getting a 100 that also mentions happened in sydney Every single bad thing you can imagine did happen in Sydney. Exactly. That's true. So that's my point. That's true. It's a very eventful until test. the final day. Until the final day. Until the final day. Though that final day was something else, man. Oh my god. To watch Rishabh Pant decide to save a game by throwing his bat around was amazing. I mean, that guy has some balls. First of all, I can. I want to be a little serious now. I cannot, for the life of me, fathom why Rishabh Pant did not play in Adelaide. I cannot understand it. Okay. After what he's done in the in the last two games. He should have played all four. Why was Saha there? And I think I like, listen. I think I I agree with you. And we have we've had this conversation uh, loads of times in the last three four years. Here's the point: Rishabh Pant is definitely the better batsman than Ridhiman Saha. There's no question here. I think the conversation. I think the logic then, and I don't disagree with this logic. I think the logic is sound. Is that playing under the playing with the pink ball under the lights? Keeping is going to be tough. You pick the better keeper. Makes sense. I, I can understand why anyone would think. Yeah, but one one minute, one minute. Hang then on, he t- then Saha dropped a couple of catches and it made the point moot. Exactly from the fact that he didn't bat well. But, but he can't logic, bat well. It's been a, it's been as a logical decision. Over. It makes completely it makes complete sense. If even I'm in this mistaken. Sydney test, even in this Sydney test, when Pant came back, he uh, or Melbourne, one of the two, he dropped he dropped some fairly like easy clangers, and uh, and you were wondering. But you know, Rishabh Pant is going to drop one or two every game. That's a given. Okay, sure. Yeah, and this is not as I at this point. There's no longer uh, this is this is no longer a stick to beat him with. He will most of the time he will make up for the drop catches with his batting anyway. And also, every good keeper ends up dropping a few. It's it's fine. But if the if this was the logic, I don't disagree with the logic. Also, Rishabh Pant behind the stumps is one other level of genius only. We will come to what happened in <laughs> in Brisbane a little bit later. But he is completely. I remember at one point during on the stump mic, someone did something and he just yelled "yow" or some. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think Sydney was also the time when Matthew Wade decided to start calling Rishabh Pant fat. If yeah, and then Rishabh Pant decided to eyeball him. <laughs> that leave that was hysterical. Um, but uh, no, what a game, Sydney! And then to save it the way they did, Vihari and Ashwin, uh, one with a torn hamstring, the other one with a back. 
and uh, that's just basically he couldn't bend he literally he literally couldn't sit down apparently like this is what his wife yeah. was saying so one can't stretch and one can't bend no no budhe ho gaye na main just yeah exactly ha huh. so i mean to it, think about it this way okay wait this, this is a way to put it now australia spent 50 overs and they couldn't get two buddhas out <laughs> 50 overs that at that rate we probably should have taken saiwag up on his offer to come back in the side <laughs> Yeah, I mean the way Stark was bowling in that last test match, Sehwag would have hammered him all over the place. Sehwag, Sehwag in the middle order ahead of Mayank Agarwal. Done. Game over. He doesn't even get that dramatic. Huh? Exactly. And Nathan Lyon, so, bhai, chodo. Sehwag and Sehwag and Punch finished that game with like 15 overs to spare. I mean, I don't even want to know what would have happened to Nathan Lyon if Sehwag was playing. <laughs> I've never seen anyone with more disdain for off-spinners than Sehwag. You know, like there is Indian, there is Indian disdain for opposition off spinners. Then, is, then there is Sehwag disdain for opposition off spinners. The two are mutually exclusive. They're not related to each other, and even the there, there's a different level. There's a different ah, level. There's a different the level. level. It's like, um, like normal, like an Indian or batsman to an off spinner is like Chalve, but Sehwag is like, bro, fuck you, just fuck you. Why do you exist? Ah, why do you? Ah, to bowling dal rahi hai kyu? Spinners shouldn't bowl only. <laughs> मेरे औकात औकात के नीचे है तू मतलब मुझे छूने वाला भी नहीं हूं मार लूंगा सीधा बट नो सो एनी सो कमिंग बैक टू दॉइंट पॉइंट इज सिडनी और ब्रिजमिन I was just getting back to the fact that we were at Sydney, and then we decided to talk about Sehwag. Um, see, it gets very distracting. Um, anyway, so so, so um, now what happens in Brisbane? Now you're like, and then of course Tim Payne and his Gabba comment. Yar, uh, I kind of wanted Ashwin to be fit for the, just for that reason, but like. No, no, no. One minute, one minute. I was he got what he deserved anyway. I was very happy that Ashwin didn't play because his Twitter wouldn't have been anywhere near as entertaining as it ended up being. <laughs> That's quite true. That is quite. Hand true. side is equal to right hand side. I love that. That was too good. <laughs> it, it was just after a point. It was just a bunch of Indians being pillared like by every newspaper in the world every cricket expert is telling them ki yola useless the guy on the english guy on bt sport is making fun of our indian players and then he also got one up his you know so it was michael vaughn anyway to borrow tim pains word michael vaughn is anyway a dickhead no no but, i'm not so talking this... about michael vaughn oh then who you talking about they had one other guy on so uh, i was watching the english broadcast right? so they had one guy on bt sport that would come and like during the tea interval and give you a summary and all of that just to have like an english voice for no apparent reason um right i mean it's not like the we can not i think i can understand the australians better than the fuck this shit that they talk here um <laughs> but uh, no he came with his very posh english accent and he's like no but i don't think mayank agarwal has the has the uh, technique to survive for long and you know all that kind of bullshit um and Who was anyway, I can't remember his name now. He was just a presenter. He was nothing fancy, uh, and he was just doing the voiceover for BT Sport. Nothing fancy, but he gave a very strong opinion on how a lot of the, these Indian players were just shit, and Australia should trample over them. And guess what? I mean, should any Englishman be talking about being shit in Australia? Um. Yes. 
I mean, because literally they've been whitewashed twice in the last decade and a half. And one other time they've lost 4-0. So, like... This is also true. That you make a very valid point here. They are a bit shit. <laughs> no, so... Anyway, so that happens. These guys can't bowl out Ashwin and... Uh, uh, Bihari, there's the whole GABA uh, comment from with Tim one Tate. leg and one back between them. One, yeah, one leg and one back, uh, half a back between them. Um, <laughs> and uh, so you go on to the GABA now. <clears throat> at this point, and and then you know, out of all the random things I didn't expect to happen was Bumrah to get unfit at, at that stage. Like that is yeah. just another, you know, having firstly having had to drop both your openers, then Rohit Sharma comes back and does Rohit Sharma things. Then uh, trying to clear Nathan Lyon, getting caught on the boundary. Um, I, I think we're at a point with Rohit Sharma now where nobody can say anything. He's just going to do his own thing. Y'all play me, don't play me. I'm going to Again, I, re- I read his interview afterwards. He was just like, I kept seeing everyone play so negatively to Lyon. I wanted to transfer the pressure back on the bowlers. I thought I would play positively, play my shots. The, my only issue is that I didn't execute it properly. Now the point is, if he executes that shot properly, it's a six. We love it. Huh. He's he's just he's just hit line for a four and a six in back-to-back balls. I agree. But if there's anything that Rohit Sharma's entire Test match career has taught us, it's that that method has failed for 34 Test matches. <laughs> okay, he did it on the last tour. He did it in England. He got. Uh, they dropped Pujara for him in on one tour of Australia, I remember, and that didn't work either because he did uh, most Roy. Was that Australia? Was that was that South Africa? They did that. No, both actually. Dude, listen. By the way, he has a test average of forty-five. It's not bad. It's not great. It's not legendary, but it's, it's not bad. When you score hundred and seventy on debut against West Indies at Eden Gardens, upar jaygan. Then you score two hundred against South Africa in Vishakhapatnam. Where the ball does not move an inch. What is going to? What do you think? Forty-five is a rubbish average for all those scores. <laughs> but that logic, Sehwag also didn't end up clearing fifty, no? Sehwag made hundred. But Sehwag made hundreds in every country. Fair, fair point. So can't argue there. Take whatever you want with a pinch of salt. One ninety-five at the MCG. Remember, don't forget. Now he played. He did the same thing Rohit Sharma did. But he did it on 195. Having made 195 runs. Ah, yeah. ah. So no one can argue with Sehwag. You see? Fair. Don't man. Sehwag is my favorite cricketer in the world. I mean, this is a man that has come out in the newspapers on a tour of New Zealand and said that, and I quote, leaving the ball is a waste of time. <laughs> anyway. Um, so onwards, we go to Brisbane. Now, Brisbane, again, we lose the toss. Okay. Brilliant. And we've decided that was one toss I was desperate to win because I wanted the Australian bowlers who had just bowled out their entire fifth day to have to come straight back into the action after like just three days rest. Yeah, but Ravi had a Ravi Shastri had an even better master plan. No. Let them bowl to our numbers seven and eight and then come on the last day and then just get shit tired. Just shit tired. Like we're not going to give in only. Dude, <laughs> dude, but 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 dude, the the way Washi and and Shardul Thakur batted in that uh, partnership, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, our catch. To be fair to to Australia, Lavishan batted really well, but he was again lucky because the catching was short. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so Labushin uh, scores this hundred. Australia get three seventy and three sixty nine. I think they got. Yeah. And uh, I I remember one of the evenings I was watching it while playing Jenga with a bunch of my friends, and uh, you know, <laughs> you you sent me that picture. There's a Northern Irishman, two Englishmen, uh, a Malaysian, and an Englishman of Arab and and so African origins. Uh, all sitting in this room with me halfway through this game of jenga suddenly everybody stops and looks up and i'm like bencho they look despise dekh rahe hai you know i was in complete shock that uh, and i'd put it on on mute because i was like yaar mere ko dekhna hai um that you know these people are actually watching the game like they're so they're so engrossed by test cricket like wow man it's so you know it's such a fascinating uh, She's so interesting, and this is why I always maintain Test cricket is the best cricket. Can't argue. Never. I, I, test cricket has always been my favorite form. But uh, no, what a Test match! So of course, um, then you watch that great partnership with uh, between Shardul Thakur and uh, Washington Sundar. And I mean, Washington Sundar is a proper batsman, man. He doesn't need to be batting at number seven. He could easily bat four five, easily. He's got a Easy. technique. I think. Uh, um... Anyway, yeah, dude, Washington Sundar was an opening batsman for a long time, and and I think yes, this is T Twenty cricket, but he literally for his uh, for his TNPL side opened in both batting and bowling in many innings. Listen, I remember one minute. I remember speaking to my dad. One minute, one minute. Please do not compare opening against Lakshmi Pati Balaji bowling one twenty five kilometers an hour on one patta wicket <laughs> in Chennai. Two playing test proper test cricket against Pat Cummins, Hazelwood, Stark at the Gabba. Yeah, there's no comparison. There's no oh, comparison. It's just there's no comparison. It's just saying he had he had the technique always. <clears throat> he has the technique because his dad is a cricket coach and has trained him superbly. I think that is the big take. His entire his entire family is like, dude. We never thought he'd be a, a frontline bowler. We always thought he was a batsman. Huh? So I mean, it shows. It showed in that inning. But I mean, yeah. you know what really impressed me with him was the range of shots he had. Yep, he's not just a one-dimensional sort of technically sound defensive batsman. He could play strokes, a stroke player. Yeah, stroke player. had the drive. Also, the one thing I love about him, like what he showed and what every young Indian batsman showed, no one, ca- no one's afraid of the short ball anymore. No, but you know, to be fair, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that um, we've had a serious resurgence in the fast bowling stocks in the country. I mean, when you're playing, yeah, that's probably true. When you're playing, people like Navdeep Saini bowling 150 k's at you in domestic cricket. Yeah, you know, that's true. Then it doesn't become as dangerous. And I mean, you go around the country. Yes, the pitches are a little bit slower at times, but you come to places like Bombay, even uh, Karnataka, you know, Bangalore. Um, you go up to the north in Haryana, that ridiculously green pitch in uh, in uh, wherever the fuck that that ground is. Yeah, I mentioned somewhere in the middle of some highway. There's one cricket ground that they play all their cricket at. <laughs> One green pitch, okay, and those fuckers bowl fast, man. 
my only regret is that mohit sharma has come out of there and uzi chahal please the less said about uzi chahal's wedding the better um i'm uh, are you just disappointed to not have been invited no no i am not disappointed apparently they celebrated their one month wedding anniversary yesterday <laughs> now uh, are you talking about the karnalwara ground i think it's the karnalwara ground yeah that one which is surrounded by fields and uh, where tendulkar played his last ranji trophy game yeah ah right. very famous haryana ground but so those are quick pitches you know like sometimes you will get them in 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 india like seem friendly quick pitches and you guys you have people now that are capable of bowling 150 plus and bowling bloody bouncers now i mean even shardul thakur is scary man you know he was called for intimidatory bowling bad comments the most ridiculous thing. i mean that i was just watching um uh, everybody on uh, who's a cricket fan will know um rob moody and his completely brilliant youtube channel um where he's got probably the largest archive of cricket videos ever and i was watching there was one clip that he put on twitter of murli getting called chucking by some australian umpire and rana tunga telling that umpire ki you fuck off i'm taking the players off the field if, if you're going to call him again we're not playing only much of that yeah um and i'm just thinking that uh, the umpire imagine if rahane had done that <laughs> no 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 i mean he did, they did stop when siraj was basically abused and all of that But the umpire telling Shardul Thakur, calling him for intimidatory bowling when Pat Cummins and Hazelwood and all have hit people on the elbow, shoulder, and then Pujara gets the the royal battering that he got on that final day. I mean, it's a bit rich, you know. Like just thoda sa. Shardul Thakur bowling at like just about crossing one forty in that innings. Okay, bowling, I, bowling over minute, the shoulder. One minute, one minute. At least Shardul Thakur was. Shardul Thakur has has some pace. Now, can you imagine Abid Ali running in and bowling bouncers at the Gabba, and then that <laughs> being called intimidatory? I mean, yeah. Listen, Natarajan got wickets with the bouncer, and he was bowling at one twenty nine. Yeah, but that's because the Australians can't bat. That has nothing to do with anything else. <laughs> I mean, look, they had two batsmen and a half fit David Warner. Okay, had David Warner been fully fit. I think it would have been a different story, okay. Um, but especially in in Brisbane, actually, where they needed somebody, Marcus Harris playing one idiotic little flick to get out of Natarajan. So that was a really lucky wicket. Um, no, that was Shardul's first ball. Oh, sorry, that was Shardul's first ball. Uh, yeah, but he bowls one nice little loopy half volley on legs. Have you thinking? Hey, just, I'll kill him. Hey, Choka. Hey, Choka. Straight hand. And then it's fake, <laughs> and it's just like, hey, what? <laughs> you know, and but that's the thing. I mean, that was the beauty of that test match. That it ebbed and flowed so beautifully. When when you thought Australia was on top, then there there was that partnership between Thakur and and Washington. And just as you thought they yeah. were born, they got close enough, and then they got out. And then the whole of the fourth day. I thought the fourth day was the most fascinating day of the entire series. Um. I know what happened on the fifth day, but just in the way that that match got set up, and these Australians yeah. are like, "Nay, nay, we should, you know, Brettley and Shane Warne on air are like, uh, we should duck till tea, whatever you have, declare after wherever you are, declare. Man, just two hundred fifty banana at tea time. Then, then, what will happen? The US will fucking lose. They are not bowling us out for two hundred fifty. Yeah, come on. Can you can you imagine if they declared at tea? I mean, they that ended up been... getting all out at tea, more or less. pretty much yeah so it, i mean it didn't make no, much after, of it no 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 
they came back after tea they came back like 10 15 minutes after five, 10 overs was, after tea yeah but they, they didn't last long after tea that was the thing but um, no no it was completely they have this i love the australian commentators on this because they have the most inflated ego of anybody on a, on a on a on a broadcast ki ha bhai hum log best hai baki sab chuti hai like literally always. baki sab chuti that's always that's what I, and i generally used to like warn as a commentator but all the time he's fucking arrogant no uh, okay I'm not going to shield Harsha Bhogle because the talk about Chakra Pongal was too much. Yeah. Oh God! Listen, it was it was uh, interesting the first time he mentioned it. The tenth time he mentioned it, I was like, "Boy, I don't ever want to talk about Pongal ever again." No, no. The best bit was at the end of the Test match, right? Preeti Ashwin tweets, "I will make Chakra Pongal for you." <laughs> <laughs> And then you're like, "Good now, Washi's not going to go home on defensive." <laughs> He's only twenty-one, man. But no, um, but so that fourth day was the most interesting for me because they had to set it up. They just had to, and at no point did anybody get away. There was a really good fairy tale story in Mohammad um, Siraj um, getting his maiden fiver, and he bowled really well as well. I mean, yes, they were attacking, but he, he bowled really well. Um, and the Australians again made their team feel like uh, it, it was some you know million times better than uh, than everybody else larger than the sum of their parts in all honesty this is what the australian team was okay david warner on one leg chutia steve smith labushain chutia 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 with the bat okay and bowling wise there was literally josh, only bat and josh hazelwood okay cam so green barely bowled Cam Green barely bowled, and Stark was awful in that last on that last. And I believe, and I'm, if I remember correctly, Green bowled and did not take a single wicket in the entire series. No, he didn't. And he bowled close to fifty overs. I think overall. I wonder what the record is uh, for a all rounder, for like someone who's bowled more than fifty overs in a series. What the record is for the longest time spent bowling before taking your first wicket. <laughs> I really do wonder because that would be a very interesting stat. I think Cambrian would be well up there. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no. So it was literally uh, like two batsmen against the Indian bowling attack. Whatever bacha kucha, you know, patched up bowling attack that was left. But I mean, by the end of it, even Saini got injured in the last test. But thank God they played four bowlers, five bowlers. They, uh, but can you imagine the strategy? They literally like. Let us play five bowlers, including three quicks, just in case one of our quicks gets injured. Like, imagine you are <laughs> selecting the eleven. You are selecting the eleven, planning for an injury to someone in the eleven. मतलब he knew it was going to happen. Nitin Patel is the smartest guy in that entire team. उसको पता था होने वाला ही है. तुम और एक extra bowler खिलाओ. बीच में एक रोएगा ना तो फिर मेरा problem नहीं है. That's what he must have told them. Why else would they play five bowlers? I refuse to believe Ravi Shastri is some sort of evil genius. He might be. No. No, no, no. Evil genius is pushing it too far. He's smart. He motivates the boys well. Yes. Evil genius is too much. Is jada ho gaya. You know, but anyway, that that's Ravi Ravi Shastri boy. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> the fifth day of that series probably encapsulated the whole thing. 
okay firstly in okay i can understand saving the game in sydney when there, there was not much happening on on that fifth day pitch okay and really on the, in in sydney we weren't even trying pant was batting and had pant stayed on for another hour we would have won sydney also agreed but then rishabh pant being rishabh pant decided to play a rishabh pant, rohit sharma shot sorry not rishabh pant shot you know rohit sharma shot no, 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 that, that was a rishabh pant shot. that was a very much a rishabh pant shot yaar rohit sharma rishabh pant trying, trying to hit a spinner over and getting caught is like nothing new man it's like the all the same but uh, no i mean he played superbly in sydney no doubt no doubt and i mean yeah. but we wouldn't have saved that game without pujara we don't win the series without pujara Without Pujara, nothing happens. Pujara was yeah. was one loye ka khamba that you have just put on a cricket pitch and decided ki bhai ha, ham log khatoori ke jaane wale. I genuinely don't want to hear the the conversation about whether he bats too slow, whether his style is bad for this Indian team, whatever. Just don't want to hear it again. He's literally, I think he has won us. He he literally won us the series on his own in uh, well not on his own, but he won us the series last time around. and he's been crucial to this series victory also and i think everyone needs to shut up about about pujara and let him bat the way he wants to bat no i think it's completely ridiculous it's his method okay it's the way that he's done it for years it's worked so why change it yeah the same yeah. way we say let pant bat his uh, play his natural game let pujara play his natural game also yeah, it works yeah exactly i mean pujara is like a i don't know some sort of iron reincarnation of the wall matlab You know the original wall was Raul Dravid with that straight tuck back, right? Yeah. This is some like reinforced titanium, and he bats even slower than Dravid. Can you imagine he faced over three hundred deliveries in this in that match? Huh? Just that match. And he still didn't make a hundred in the series. Amazing, <laughs> absolutely amazing. No hats off, man. Hats off to to bat with that much conviction uh, was just man unreal. And to get all of those body blows on the last day. Yeah. Um, but to be fair, uh, Australia were let down quite massively. By the way, Stark and Lyon bowled on that final day. I thought Lyon was far too defensive. Payne and Lyon both together needed someone to sort of just give them a bit of a kick up the backside. They were way too defensive. I thought they should have had. But him. also, I feel like I feel like our batsman had figured Lyon out. So that was one thing, and Lyon couldn't figure out a counter to that. No, the thing was, yeah. the, so the minute he changes his line from that middle and leg line, he got Shubman Gill out. Hmm. You see, so that was the thing. And Shubman Gill played a superb inning. I mean, that is a class, class player, class. Yeah. Proper technique, knows his limitations, knows his flaws, but he's got like eight, like eight shots for every ball. It's too good, man. Too good to watch. Just and that the sound that that bat was making when he tried to just that cover drive. That very that that forceful tuck is just perfect. It's and music. That echo that echo that used to come from that attack. Too yeah. good. Ah, it was just music to my ears, honestly. That that's uh, that's gonna be a new uh, like EDM or rap beat with just Shubman Gill's shots in the background. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. One minute, one minute. First of all, our new theme song for this podcast has to be Spider Man, Spider Man, Tune Churaya. I thought you wanted to keep that a surprise, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm. I mean, I'm not keeping it a surprise. We've already reached Brisbane, so it's time to tell everybody about it. Uh, Our favorite moment of this this entire series, above beyond anything else, is yeah, beyond, I mean, and his music you, and, his, and his singing. We could have lost four nil. Had he done that, I would still be his biggest fan. <laughs> Spider Man, Spider Man.
And then he's like, he he's singing the Hindi song like everybody knows it, like everybody in Australia knows what he's singing. <laughs> and it's like one cheap knockoff of the original Spider-Man, you know, Bollywood version, Anu Malik kind of version. I really should not say this on air, but Anu Malik kind of stolen version of the song, but too <laughs> funny, man. Uh, but. Uh, no great respect for anuji but that i had to say that um <clears throat> but uh, oh my god spider man spider man <laughs> uh no but he was superb on the final day man i mean what an inning and the funny thing was he paced it in sydney he went all out he is like i'm just going to yeah. hit everything you know and and he he i think got the two best balls of that whole day the one where pain fluffed his lines and missed the stumping which to be fair to timpen i think he copped a bit of flack for that um that was a t- that was an incredibly tough day that was like, that was I an will, impossible stumping i, I have knives out for timpen anyway uh, after the series but that one I, i i would not criticize him too much yeah i mean you can't really have a go at him for that and then he gets a bloody nathan lyon offy that ends up being a leg break and next ball he hits him for six kaisa aadmi hai yaar yeah amazing absolutely amazing it, it's just it's like it, it goes so every everything i've read of uh, from the series they've all just been like acha after adelaide happened we decided okay stop thinking about it ho gaya now we it's done it's in the history and that's literally that's the same mentality right rishabh pant sees a one ball turn like 50 degrees in the opposite direction of what it was supposed to next ball he's like acha that ball is gone khatam now this ball is there it's there for to eight for six i'm eating it for six But I think that's one of the most amazing things that him and Pujara both have shown in this series. Keep that complete propensity to forget what happened the previous ball. Yeah, you know, play each ball on its merit, and he, who is going to happen, will happen. Just, just Pujara, just next ball, back at it. Rishabh Pant, back at it. Whatever his method of back at it is, hitting line <laughs> over his head for six. But uh, he was absolutely amazing. I mean, what a knock! He paced himself. He picked. Other than that, and he picked the right balls to go after as well. Yeah, he didn't. He was. He was. Uh, I think he got to his fifty after off of hundred balls. So that by pun standard is slow. It's very slow. Yeah, and see, look, we. I had no aspirations of us winning that test match. I thought if we got to T, maybe two or three down, you know, we'd be too far behind to try and have a go at it. But the fact was that because Shubman Gill and Pant were making those runs, Pujara, whatever he did, didn't matter because the runs from the other end were coming. Rane set the tone with yeah. his inning. The way he came out and, and just Pujara decided just to kept, last. And everyone. Pujara kept uh, just tiring everyone out. Yeah, I mean Pujara. Did, I think it was a perfect strategy. Pujara would do whatever he does, and then they could take a call after that from everyone the other. Everyone bats around do. him. Yeah. Yeah. He literally and batted the, the whole day for fifty-four runs. And this is and this is the benefit of batting of of picking Washington and Shardul as well, right? You don't have to worry about losing too many wickets because of a, a shallow batting lineup. You know, you bat till eight. No, I mean to be fair, Ashwin's been in poor form, but Ashwin and Jadeja do pretty much the same job in in Test cricket that Shardul and Washington ended up doing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so I don't think we were losing a lot of batting strengths by those omissions, but the bowling, obviously. Uh, yeah. Well, Washington ended up taking more wickets in that match than Lyon did in his in that one match. Yeah, well, that's because Lyon was complete garbage in that game. He was too defensive, and I just scared. I, I I've never seen. Do you know the funny thing was? You know how the Aussies in the old day used to be like we can smell fear. Yeah, I could, could smell fear. You could smell that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. From we the could audience, all smell sure. the fear. Nathan Lyon they was scared. They were worried about it. They yeah. were worried about it. And it got away from them at the end. Um, the last, I think the last session, once Pujara got out, you knew they were going to go for it because there's no way they were going to save the game. Yeah. And Rishabh Pant finally channeled his inner MS Dhoni and took it deep. Like really yeah. deep. But if anything, I was surprised he ended it quicker than I thought. I thought it might end up going down to the last couple of overs. This was done with like seven, eight overs. Then Washington and Chargers gave us a little, gave us their heart attacks with, with those stupid ways of getting out. Reverse you sweeping. You have to admire the bloody courage though, trying to reverse sweep Nathan Lyon. <laughs> Listen, I will, I, anyway, what they did in the first innings, I will let them go get away with anything. But also, Washington Sundar hitting that six off of Cummins. Like that was that end of story. Yeah. Um yeah, I know it was coming. That that whole sequence of events from um first Pujara getting out, then having then having uh then Mayank Agarwal playing a stupid shot, and I don't know why how he managed to get himself out, honestly. Um <laughs> But literally, they only had two bowlers that day. Because Stark was doing nothing. He was just rubbish. He was running in and... And he and they, they stuck to that around the wicked line with Stark for too long. Like, too long. I mean, you know, you have to understand that Mitchell Stark does not have a radar. He's like Mitchell Johnson a little bit at times. To the left, to the right, you know. I get, no, I got, I got you. Uh, um, but... Listen, uh, he came over the wicket and picked up wickets on the first innings. Yeah, he did, but that's because Rani in the first innings played a bit of a silly shot, reached out one that he shouldn't have. Um, yeah. But no, the sure. funny thing was, so they tried to get. Now this is how stupid the Australian captain. This is how bad a captain Tim Payne is. He's bowling around the wicket, trying to aim for that crack. Okay, Mitchell Stark is the one bowler in that Australian team who does not have a sense of aim. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's not the one who's going to consistently. He's not the exactly. But the, also, the, but the other point is, I don't have, like. They got too. Uh, they got way too excited by that crack. Huh? That crack was like 15, 20 meters, fifteen meters down the pitch. Probably not even ten meters down the pitch. Too short to really do anything from there. If that crack was next to the batsman's feet, hearty, you keep aiming for it. What is the point of aiming for the shot when it's literally closer to your own feet than the batsman's feet? I just basically the number of times Pujara got hit that would have got them excited. And then yeah, Hazelwood coming getting out. Yeah, and Hazelwood is asking questions like, You like that? Huh? You like that? Ha, huh, Benchut, I like that only. Now hit me again, Manachut. <laughs> I hope I. We are t- the, here's, here's my only issue with this Indian team. We are too far, we are far too classy and gracious a team. If we were any were like as dickheaded as the Aussies, the Aussies would have gone down, gone back with their tails even more be, between their legs than they already were. No, no, one minute. From Virat Kohli at the Virat Kohli at the World Cup last year, telling the Indian fans don't boo Steve Smith, like let them boo him. I hear giving Nathan Lyon. Okay, I, I think this might have been good shithousery also, but giving Nathan Lyon this signed jersey for his hundredth test, like listen. <laughs> <laughs> you know the funny thing is the way did if you see the if you guys have watched the presentation right Nathan Lyon gets it and there's no way that he can smile it is just not he's so <laughs> awkward when he comes to collect that up ki ye bhenchot mein fadne wala hoga 
Like if I was Lion, honestly, I would have burned that jersey. <laughs> top, I mean, no, no, top listen. notch, top notch shit houseery. This must have come out. This is Ravi's idea for sure. Hundred and ten. Listen, I, I am very sure this was a gen, like a a genuine idea to give Nathan Lyon, to present Nathan Lyon a jersey on his hundredth test. Like th- I think this was done purely from like a genuine sense of uh, goodwill and whatnot. But the shit houseery it became. Once people started analyzing it, that Nathan Lyon at the end of this shit series for him, where he couldn't even get to his 400th Test wicket when he was so close, then has to walk all the way to, and get away from his India, from the rest of his teammates who are staring daggers at him for this and and soak up all of this. Huh, like the 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 shit house there is fantastic. I mean, it was completely that image is going to last with us forever. That Nathan Lyon ko ek to hundredth match mein he's done complete bakwas. Okay, he bowled terribly. Okay, then uh, he's they've lost they've lost at the Gabba for the first time in thirty years. There is no way any Australian can feel good at this point in time. उसके ऊपर मस्का लगा के उसको एक जर्सी दिया. Oh my God, top notch, class, meaning completely class move. It's straight out of Ravi's playbook. Uh, but uh, no, and and then they give Pat Cummins the man of the series. Like, ये क्या चूतिया गिरी है यार. Nitin I mean, Patel is man a, of the series. Just... <laughs> Has to be. How else did we get twenty people on to play? We got eleven fit players to play the last Test match. Sorry, that in itself was a miracle. Honestly. We started with sorry, sorry. Uh, let me rephrase that. We started with eleven fit players in the last Test match. <laughs> honestly, at some point, people sort of may, might have started wondering. Acha Shikhar Dhawan, do you live with your wife in Melbourne right now? Do you want to come down, or do you, are you still in India? That's... Yeah, I mean, if Shikhar Dhawan had to come and play. Would have been crazy, wouldn't it? That would have been a mad story. <laughs> Imagine Gabbar hitting the winning runs at the Gabba. Sorry, I had to put that out there. Yes, laugh at my bad jokes. Go on. You anyway have the hair of an aging man. Now you have the jokes of an aging man also. Not that yours are much better. My hair is at least better. Listen, the less said about your hair, the better. At least there is hair to talk about. Agreed, but when you pony it up like that, na, I'm amazed you have a girlfriend. Really, I'm, I really do. <laughs> um. Anyway, coming back to the the last sort of twenty minutes or so of that game, the so the minute Shardul Thakur gets out, we're all worried. We have and we have one question. We have like, did they cross? Did they? Did they cross? Did they cross? Bus, that's all we're thinking. One minute we needed three runs to win. You're uh, okay. I can understand that our uh, batting lineup, our, our lower order batsmen are a bit shit. Okay, but surely no, it would be runs. Yeah, it would have been quite fitting if if Siraj had come in then and hit a six to win the match because that that would have been. It. I know Saini was the one who came in, but Siraj hitting the winning runs would also have been fitting. No, I agree, but it was a matter. Firstly, it was a matter of him surviving two balls, and then Pant would have been on strike anyways. Yeah. So even if they okay fine they crossed and of course Pant has to hit that boundary and and seal the game, but uh, the I love the commentary at the end where everybody is just confused that the boundary is going or is not going. Single is running, single is running, bench is four. Yeah, Mark Howard is worried about Navdeep Saini being injured and not being able to run for a single. And meanwhile, this ball is like cruising to the boundary. And I'm watching the game. I'm thinking they have three to win. Pant is batting. Why is the mid off? 
literally like the first morning of a test match. <laughs> like he's standing so close. And I mean, so uh, so wide. No, no, no. It's a standard mid-off. But it was just so far, like, in front. You know. It was just I a push-up so much. I think they decided, let's save the single. I think let's decided, they decided, let's save the single. But, but then Hazelwood, the problem is Hazelwood bowled, uh, bowled a full toss. So. That's also there. I mean, you can't, look, you can't argue with people doing shit, basically. Yeah. Um, but no, of course, we win the series. Grade A shithousery from the Indians to give Lion that jersey. Class. Just class. And then, my favorite part of this podcast, Twitter explodes. <laughs> it just explodes. I mean, the outpouring of emotion, I, I think basically because this was a true underdog story. India had no right to win that series. No right. From everything that had happened during that test match, there was no right to win that series and no right to even come close. Yeah. I mean, Australia should like, have honestly, had the, down going into the going into the Gabba, we were like, we have done everything. We This team has already exceeded our expectations. Coming into this test that one one all, like was good job. Honorable defeat also will be it will be good. Even if we get thrashed in this test match, we'll be like, huh, you guys did a good job over the series. To yeah, actually win that match. I mean, see, by by this point, you're like, yeah, okay, boy, B team played, play, do, jo hota hai, hota hai. You know, and you're not even disappointed. And I think if you watch that test match every day of the test match, you feel like India are going to give it, and they just don't. Yeah. You know, at, at, I remember texting you at one point saying, I think this might be the day that we finally, that, that finally breaks us in this series. I think that was day one. or I think that was day one. It was either day one or day four, one of the two. And uh, uh, one of the times in Australia were batting. And every single time, they just came back. They just kept coming back. And that was, a, I think that is, speaks to the res- resilience of the Indian team as well. I mean, those are, these are some seriously hard characters, man. I mean, Siraj, like, to not go back home for his father's death and then to play the to bowl the way he did, I mean, he was amazing. I'm, do you know what? I was really shocked. I, I don't know what the fuck RCB have been doing, but they've decided to produce lots of test bowlers all of a sudden. And we know they produce good test bowlers, and you see the length they bowl in T20s. Also, good point. <laughs> Very good point. <laughs> so, moral of the story: just look at the RCB lineup. You'll know who's playing for India next <laughs> in Test cricket. Just wait till Chahal gets his test cap. Oh my god. You know what? It might happen also. Do you know how bad I... England are at playing leg spinners? <laughs> you know, I'll be really surprised if Kuldeep Yadav doesn't play against them. Really surprised. We need, the, we need a Kulcha text, test attack once. Oh just my god. Once. Twitter will explode. Twitter will just explode again. But I mean, okay. Some of the highlights from the next, from that uh, that morning on Twitter, was, uh, of course, Ashwin with his famous uh, response. Response. Yeah. I mean, that has. Sorry, been I couldn't be there at the gala, but most passive-aggressive text message I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> More, seriously, the most passive-aggressive text message I've ever seen in my life. And you look at the aftermath of this. Okay. Um. A, India have beaten Australia at home for the second time in four years. Sorry, three yeah. years. Three years. Three years. Back part. Two series in a row. Basically. Two series in a row, right? Two consecutive series. Beaten them at home, not in India. Um, we've now 
won the last three test series between India and Australia. I don't know when the last time that happened. I don't think it's ever happened. Um, then, on top of that, right, we basically ensure that we are going to be at Lords for the World Test Championship final. Just by winning yeah, that game. Much. Just by Now we need to lose. I think we... The only way we don't make it now is if we lose like 2-1 or something in, at home against England. Which, come on. Guys, like, England need to win 3-0. 3-0. England need to win 3-0. have any start. Ahmedabad. They got us when we, had, when we were like uh, still in the middle of like getting new spinners in. They, they got us. Like, okay. And that too was 2-1. It's all going to happen again. No, but I mean, the strength and depth of Indian cricket is ridiculous. To have somebody of Washington Sundar's class. He's only played 12 first-class games. I mean, that's absurd. And he hadn't played first-class for, I think, what, what was it? Two, three years? Close to three years. And to have him then come on test debut and bloody out-bowl Mr. Gout. 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 <laughs> you know, literally, they should put one moustache and some horns on and he'll actually become one of them. But, uh, yeah, I completely outbowled Nathan Lyon. It was amazing to watch. And safe to say that the Indian spinners completely thoroughly outbowled the Aussie spinner. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Jadeja and, uh, and Ashwin had been doing that uh, until the last test. And then Washi did it in the last test. I mean, okay. Can someone explain why Cam Green played? Okay, he made runs in Sydney. See, I, I'm not as low on him as a batsman as you are. I think he's a good batsman. Uh, will be a good batsman, rather. But I don't he, I don't even think he was that good a bowler. For someone of, of his height and pace to not to be zero th- threat as a wicket-taker is ridiculous. I just thought they underbowled him. Like, drastically underbowled him. Because every time Payne would give him two overs and throw it back to Stark. Like, honestly, it didn't make any sense to me. I mean, if you're going to give him that... Spot in the team to be the all-rounder. Think about it. I mean, if you're not going to give the guy the chance to bowl, what is he going to do? No, that's fair. He was bowling like 8-10 overs a match, uh, an innings pretty much. Last day, I think he's bowled 3, in, three in, uh, overs maybe on the, uh, in the last innings. Yeah, he only bowled 3 Coming overs in the last, in, on that final day. Yeah. And then, uh, they have a decent sort of backup spinner in in, in Labushain who can bowl a bit. He's not bad. Yeah. But listen, that's like thinking why didn't we bowl Rohit Sharma more? Come on. No, no, one minute. We don't bowl Rohit Sharma because Rohit Sharma gets injured every time he bowls off spin. <laughs> that's I'm not even joking. This is the actual explanation that people have been given. Rohit oh, Sharma is that why Virat Kohli also doesn't bowl now? Because he might hurt his back. One minute. I think the bigger problem here is that that action is a complete abomination. He should not be allowed to bowl ever. <laughs> it's just an insult to bowling in general. Okay, that I mean that action is a complete abomination. I want Virat Kohli to take a test wicket once. It has to be an Aussie batsman. It has to be. Like there is no one. There is no one against whom he deserves the wicket more. No, 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 no. You know who it has to be. It has to be Ben Stokes. Just has to be. <laughs> Just has to be. Whoa, Juan. And then that, my, I'm telling you, my year is made, even though 2021 has started pretty badly. Um, but he gets Ben Stokes ko out kiana, and then that's it. 
But yeah, I mean, what an amazing series. What an amazing win. Still, it's been four days. Everybody's still buzzing, still reveling in that. I still have flashbacks of we that last ball. We literally brought back a podcast because of this match. Yeah, I mean, we we were not planning on doing this. But uh, do you think we'll stay on for longer than just this one episode? Uh, let's see. I think maybe our next one could be, a, could be live from Lords in June. Hopefully, we're live from Lords in June. If not, we'll try and keep this a sort of monthly thing. So, of course, Twitter has blown up with the whole India-Australia thing and the Tim Payne thing and the, yeah. and the, and the Ashwin being left-hand side equals right, not equal to right-hand side with all of those 4-0-4-0 predictions. Uh, Just FYI, no other series is happening in the world anyway. We don't care about some team playing in Sri Lanka or anything. It's, it's Yeah. No, 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 no. One minute, one minute, one minute. Sorry, I have to talk about that. I just have to talk about that. <laughs> I'll tell you why. For no other reason than, have you watched the highlights of Sri Lanka's first innings from the first Test match? No, I, I I'm not. I'm literally not joking. My club team could have played Dom Best better than them. I am just waiting to see Dom Best in India. No, no. Uh... Dom Best is match in India. That's not the point. The point is. Uh, that Sri Lanka batted so badly, so badly. I mean, literally, you could have bowled and picked up five wickets that day. That's how badly they were batting. It is an, I mean, I'm telling you, it's a work of art to find ways to get out while reverse sweeping Dom bats on the first <laughs> morning of a test match. It's the first uh... morning of a test match in the subcontinent. The ball is not going to spin. This is the point where maybe you like splice in a clip of me bowling and be like, and just to show how ridiculous this is. Let, let me just not do that much, spend that much time editing. It will be a tragic shame for all your eyes. He basically waddles, <laughs> waddles in and does this. Okay. And it comes at like, um, I think if I, I think if I cross like any uh, road ka speed limit, that would probably be an achievement. So JJ Flyover ka speed limit cross nahi karta hai. Thirty kilometers an hour. <laughs> <laughs> All my fans from back home in Bombay will get that joke. I don't know how many other people will. <laughs> but I don't know how many fans in ba- Bombay you and I have. <laughs> It's in a fair few we have... podcast, no? So we have a fair few. Um, but uh, no, man. So if, what? What a crazy series! Um, what a what a what a win! I mean, still, and it it'll live on. This this is going to be one of the greatest. Okay, we won in twenty eighteen, um, twenty nineteen. But but that was without Smith and Warner. We beat them. Uh, we beat them with a with a you know. Like, we properly beat them then. This was just, we've beaten our, their best team with our beating. Bacche ne khilaya. Bacche ko khilaya, bacche jit gaya. Khush raho ji. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that's our show. Yeah, we should say, last time we tried being all professional, providing insights and opinions and all. No, now we're just like, why India jit gaya. We're going to just rant about India winning. We will summarize and, and celebrate for an hour. Yeah, we're just going to summarize and celebrate for an hour. Okay, now I want to just, before we wrap up, just a quick uh, three best moments of the series. And as the whole Mel Farrell and uh, Bharat Sundaration thing 
they did was good, bad, and ridiculous. So we'll do our own version of it. So good, let's start with your top three moments of the series. Top three, like all good. Yeah, top three, all or top three. It doesn't have to be good, bad, whatever. You can take your pick. Okay, fine. Okay, top three. I think my top moment will always be uh, that's Washington Sundar six over uh, uh, off of Cummins, right. followed very closely by by uh, Punt's winning winning runs. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And then my third one is going to be Punt singing. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought Ashwin's response to Tim Payne when he told him that I am going to he basically told Payne that you India aja, I will your career hi khatam kar lunga. That was number it three. It might be your last series. That is. Ah, it'll be your last be series. Last, last series. We, we really don't. We really don't respect pain. Huh? Like last time, uh, Pant was like, "Hey, have you heard of temporary captain?" No, no, one minute. That that too. This is all. I I blame pain for this because he called him a babysitter. No, no. Listen, I am not criticizing Pant. Pant was Pant had every right to say it, and also that was a hilarious line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that whole exchange. <laughs> that whole exchange on the last tour. I mean, I don't think anything can quite top that. But Ashwin went but one better. My, point. Told, my point is, you have to realize, Rishabh Pant was like twenty or twenty-one at the time, and he's this guy is just standing up to the Australian captain. He's like, guys, have you heard of this thing called temporary captain? <laughs> I I love. He's got he's got some serious like. You know, Rishabh Pant is one of those characters who is like, I don't give a fuck. Mere ko jo karna hai kar. Mere ko jata farak padega. <laughs> Literally, but that's what he—that's the way he is. So I, I'm going to say Ashwin's retort at number three. Um, yeah. Pant singing Spider-Man, Spider-Man at two. I thought that was completely brilliant. That—that—that uh, that, that has to go into my top three. Number two is that, and um, no, top moment has to be his. Winning four, where Mark Howard is like, hey, so he's going to take a single. Are they getting a single? They're getting Why, a single. Sally, Sally he's got the four. <laughs> and then he loses his mind after bad mouthing everybody for four test matches. What do these Australian uh, commentators think of themselves, yet? I'm surprised that we've gone gotten through an hour without mentioning Kerry O'Keefe once. Bro, one minute. We don't need to mention people. Who are just useless. Chhod na. Why do you want to get waste your breath? Carry your feet, useless fuck. Um, one minute. You know what? I'm really surprised that we've gotten through an entire hour of this almost and not spoken about Dinesh Karthik. <laughs> that is see now that is an achievement. Today there has been nothing on DK. Okay. Do you watch Jimmy Kimmel by any chance? No, I don't. Jimmy Kimmel has this running gag. He has like this fake feud with Matt Damon. So at the end of every episode of his, he goes like, "Oh, we wanted to get Matt Damon on the show, but we didn't have. We ran out of time." And like, there's this, there's this effectively just this image of Matt Damon waiting in the in the waiting room, waiting to be called on. He does get that. I feel like that is going to be you with Dinesh Karthik. Like virtually, you just like, "How I wanted, we wanted to say something good about Dinesh Karthik, we're not going to." But I've mentioned his name now at the end of every episode. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do now. I'm going to state this on air, okay? Dinesh Karthik, I have nothing against you, but we don't like your cricket. So I have badmouthed you on this podcast. If you choose to come, and I am going to actually extend an invitation on Twitter. Hopefully, we get a response. If I, so, there's two ways this can happen. One, I get blocked, and two, he actually ends up on the podcast. Okay, there's no third. 
right if he ignores my tweet i will be very upset um <laughs> so we will try and get dinesh karthik on the podcast just just because we are nothing against it we just you know i don't even have i genuinely don't have anything against him like sp doesn't like him that much as a batsman i don't like but... his batting or his keeping so that's a different story and i think he's a very over i think that one let's we're going back there aren't we that one <laughs> over against bangladesh had resurrected a career that should have been dead years ago anyway moving on from that because otherwise i will get stuck on dinesh karthik and we will never end this podcast um let's do the good bad and the ridiculous the good the ridiculous i think is uh, uh, is goes without saying is the is the shit that siraj had to deal with in sydney Uh, I mean, if you're uh, looking at it from a serious perspective, I also think the ridiculous really should be the umpires calling Shardul Thakur for intimidatory bowling. <laughs> okay, but Acha, wait, hang on. So we're not being serious. Okay, like we're not. The whole point of this this today's episode is we are not being serious. We've tried to be yeah. serious before, and it's not worked for us. So we're trying a new approach. The ridiculous then is in Sydney. Mohammed, Mohammed Ashwin, I'm saying. Ravi Ashwin coming out and running for a single, knowing that uh, Vihari is injured. Do you know what? Do you know the amount of galleys he would have gotten had Vihari gotten run out on that ball? No one has thought. Vihari is walking. Vihari is wa- literally walking. Vihari is given up. He benches. I can't reach on him. I'm not reaching. I'm not reaching. You're going to do whatever. Ashwin coming out and calling for that single. I don't know what. What he was testing out the guy's hamstring or what? Look, at least he's not Kedar Jadhav. It's not made of glass. Thank God. <laughs> I used to really like Kedar Jadhav. I still like him as a cricketer, but man, that guy has that guy has worse uh, injuries than an than an Arsenal footballer. Seriously. Yeah, and they're self-inflicted. You know, that's the thing with Kedar Jadhav. They're all self-inflicted. He, I have done it. Me, Swata Kela. I'll even go into yeah, Marathi for this one. Like, like Jack Wilshere, even just say has awful luck. Kedar Jadhav doesn't have awful luck. Yeah, I mean, uh, this Absolutely. it was unfortunate for Vihari. Anyway, so yes, that single. Oh uh, yeah, so my so my my ridiculous is Ashwin calling through uh, uh, Vihari for that single. My mine is Shardul Thakur for his uh, that it, intimidatory bowling. Shardul, yeah, chill, chill, car, chill, car. Why? Don't ball bouncer that Pat Cummins. He can't handle it. No. Um, okay, your bad, your bad moment. You can be a serious. Bad now. moment. Uh, you can be serious funny uh, however you want it bad is bad bad is bad nah my ba- if we're not being serious at all then I, then no i'll stick to not being serious okay stick to not being yeah. serious and tell me your bad moment <laughs> my bad moment is adelaide no oh, yeah 36 <laughs> all out i have to agree with you on that yeah bad is adelaide i mean it's close to close up there with um, the siraj racism incident But I think thirty-six yeah. all out for the for the magnitude of of just you know that the sheer scale and also of, because again, also let's be very clear they they don't actually compare to each other but we're not being serious no no no, no. if we're being serious huh, we we are being serious then it's always it's always the Siraj incident but since we're not being serious yeah 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 no <laughs> this is the the thing with that thirty-six all out was just the sheer scale of what the fuck happened yeah. You know, and I mean, I'm not saying Brisbane wasn't a what the fuck happened, but it was just like what the fuck. The, the, the opposite, what the fuck happened? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. um, good. What's your good moment? Uh, my good moment. My good moment is still punt, uh, punt singing. Huh? Like 
fun singing. That makes Spider-Man. it that makes it onto every list of mine. Uh, I, I'm going to go with a different one. I'm, I'm going to go with um, my good moment and person. It has to be Ajinkya Rahane. I think because. Oh yeah, for sure. Again, I thought we weren't being serious. Listen, for, well, someone I, has I to be serious. I need this on the record. Rahane is. I have said this consistently that Rahane is my favorite Test cricketer of this generation. I've I've okay, I've fair, liked him more. Fair, yeah, I have liked him more than Kohli, and I love Kohli. So, see for me, it's a difficult toss-up between the Iron Man Pujara and Jasprit Bumrah, which is just embarrassment of, of of what he can uh, make, look make me just pay makes batsmen look like idiots. Um, but anyway, uh, anyway go on with your good bad. Religious. My my good mo- my good moment actually has to be Jinx's hundred because that's the thing that set the tone for the rest of the series. I mean. It got yeah. India out of the slumber. It got us sort of up and ready, and and you yeah, know, really won us a test match. Won us a test match, essentially. Yeah, I mean, no, our bowlers actually won us that test match. Uh, all, 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 all four and a half of them. Um, <laughs> think about it. We had an injury to a bowler every single game, every single game. Yeah, that was a that was a match Umesh got injured. No? Yes, that was a match that Umesh got injured. Every single game, one-one bowler dropped. That's how we ended up with Natarajan, who I honestly feel that he will only play. That will probably be his only Test match. I don't. That know. might be his only Test match. I yeah, would not be sure. what a Test match to be in the only Test match. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I honestly don't see him coming coming back in. So my good moment is Jinx and his hundred and his captaincy. I mean, he was completely brilliant throughout. Out captain Tim Payne, um, and just yeah, I mean, th- we wouldn't have won the test series without him. And uh, tied for first place on the list of all time uh, most injuries tended to is Nitin Patel. <laughs> you know, I mean, Bencho, usne sala paisa kamaya hai tour pe. Deserves a raise. Deserves deserves whatever. Are you listening? Deserves whatever allowance Ravi Shastri gets for his boost. Ye uska aada to Nitin Patel ko de do. Listen, one minute. I don't think Ravi will give his allowance unless somebody else is drinking with him. So that's a very bad idea. So, okay, now let them drink together. Huh? No, but we do. You want Nitin Patel to turn into Ravi Shastri, bro? There's one Ravi is enough, more than enough. <laughs> we also, also need to give Ravi some some credit, bro. We need he, to give Ravi a lot of credit and, because his, his tactics, tactics and yeah. motivation have been good in this series. I mean, as everything sort of turned out, um, if you guys watch Ashwin's um, videos. um you sort of get an insight into what the backroom planning was around that and and how they sort of basically australia closing closing off the offside for the australians and getting them to sort of play into the ring of catchers on the leg side that was a plan um you know things like that so there's a lot i mean ravi's obviously done his homework on how he's going to uh stop the australians and and, and it worked um he's surprised as this is cuz the the entire image of ravi shastri is he's going to sit drinking in a corner and let virat do whatever he wants so that's all that's what we want in a coach so bas theek hai turns out he's actually kind of knows his cricket also big surprise guy who played for 10 15 years of cricket knows his cricket and the other thing of course as we always go back to testicular fortitude <laughs> testicular fortitude um But no, I mean, he's instilled instilled a sense of that sort of mongrel in the Indian team, which which is really good to see. Players yeah. fighting hard and and yeah, yeah. I mean, it's amazing. We to think about the fact that we had not ever won a series in Australia till two years ago, 
and then to do it twice that's amazing that is mm. absolutely amazing absolutely amazing and we mm. have a lot to look forward to we have um i'm waiting for the tour of england this year i mean world test championship fingers crossed we're in we should yeah, be in. we should do after that i really don't see us losing to england at home uh, i think that would be like do you know what if england beat us in this series at home it will be a bigger miracle than brisbane i'm not kidding because <laughs> when your spinners like dom bess and jack leach bencho to unki to maa chunne wali hai i want to see you play a cricket match against best leech in dinesh kartik listen tag those two also huh, when you're when you're promoting this sport please <laughs> chal just for jokes i'll tag michael bonds usko bhi dal do ke liye are listen if you get to play against bond then i will fly from new york for this i will fly from new york i'll follow whatever quarantine rules or not not i would oh, I, I, okay I'm... okay on that note you know what we should do is we should start a go fund me page uh and uh, and if michael vaughn and dinesh karthik agree to this okay to a cricket match mm. michael vaughn and dinesh karthik versus us now remember michael vaughn has bowled sachin tendulkar in a test match okay so never forget that fact he is an accomplished off spinner okay if they beat us two on two cricket chal bro <laughs> two on two cricket in the what no but the rules are we have to we have to specify Two on two cricket inside the inside your room where we play. Ah, inside the room. <laughs> Correct. I was just about to say. Uh, no, but there's some absolutely amazing things on YouTube. If you guys want to watch, um, uh, there's uh, something I found fascinating is a channel called WCG Backyard Cricket. It has to be the world's best backyard. I'm not even kidding. And uh, whoever those guys are on commentary are, they're completely brilliant. Okay, the two of them are completely brilliant. The way that whole thing is scripted and filmed is amazing. No, not scripted because it's backyard cricket, but it's a fucking professional venture. अपना पिछवाड़े में खेलना is they've made it professional. Yeah, Aussies can do anything. But uh, the only Aussies we hate are the ones who play for the men's team. Everyone else, they're they're great. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I love Australians. I just don't like the commentators. Yeah. Even the men's team, I'll grant them. Commentator अच्छे नहीं लगते, बहुत बायस है. But uh, do check that out. Um, and we will be back, obviously, um, because at some point, so at some point, I, yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like we've done a better job doing this than when it was you in Bombay and me in Pune. Listen, you were practically dead to us when you went to Pune. So fuck off. This is not true at all. More to the point, I was in Bombay about twice a month, even when I was in. And of that twice a month that I was in in Bombay, I was pre- spent fifty percent of it at your house. Also true. <laughs> very true. Very true. Anyway, so there are going to be two GoFundMe pages started. One in case any Indians around the globe want to challenge those guys at backyard cricket, um, you know. And two uh, in to get me to uh, Manchester to play Michael Vaughan. And to get him to Manchester to play Michael Vaughan, uh, and uh, yeah, so okay, so I'm going to put this out there. I want to make an Indian backyard cricket team to take on these Aussies in their own backyard. Okay, anybody is down for that? Please let me know, and uh, we will try and set it up when, of course, uh, everything eases, the pandemic eases off, people get vaccinated, and and we can, we will do it. But we need ten or eleven fit Indians. 
matlab basically somebody who's going to drink beer all day and play cricket but 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 as justin langer says in his very nice not patronizing way at all in a country of a billion people we can find 11 fit people come on one minute you and me are not even in the country of course we can find 11 people <laughs> Anyway, that's our show for today, guys. Thanks for watching. See you guys.